movies, TV, Blu-rays. If somehow you've consumed it on the screen with your eyes, then you'll hear it on Scene and Nerd. Here are the hosts of Scene and Nerd, Casey, Pete, and Matt, with a little help from Casey Franco. Welcome to Scene and Nerd. I'm your host, Pacey and Pete. Uh, back again, alongside always, is Mr. I am Salzy. Oh, there, there's the mute button. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Sarah Belmont. Hello. What's up, Sarah? Is there a delay? It's just a there minor delay. delay. It's okay. Is there it's a delay? delay? There is so a delay. It's really bothering <laughs> me. It's only like... A minute or so of awkward <laughs> silence. No big deal. Yeah, just everyone treat it like normal, and then I can edit it out later. I'm sure it'll be, sure it'll be easy. I'll just th- throw out all the Casey and just say, hey, have fun with this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> as you can hear, those are some familiar voices that we haven't had here in a while. We're happy to have them here. First up, we have Miss Lauren Galloway. What? Hey, guys. And we have Miss Amy Marie. I am so happy to be back, you guys. I've missed you so incredibly much. My summer has been, has well, okay, my summer's been fantastic, but it is like, it, it lacked you guys, and I'm so happy to be back. <laughs> well, we're glad you could uh, you could be back. We're really excited to have both of you guys on here. And also, uh, last but certainly not least, Mr. John D. from Friday Night Fandom. I was trying to think of something catchy to say, but I don't have anything, so <laughs> hello. <laughs> That's okay, John. That's how I end most of my conversations, so... <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, it's hello? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's like, I can't. <laughs> That's it's, like Hawaiian it's desk. Hello. Hello. There you go. Oh, Matt, we're on the same wavelength here. <laughs> oh, hey, wavelength. Like, fine. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, all right. So before we kick things off, we have uh, a big announcement to make. Very, very big news. Um, a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. But we wanted to announce uh, here on the podcast that as of now, we are now a part of the Geeks with Wives podcast. We're actually their entertainment podcast source now, so I'm pretty excited to be announcing that. Oh, this uh, is when Casey does like a clap and an applause thing. Uh, <laughs> let me get stuff together. Yeah, well, that means kiss. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're not at a wedding. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but nice try, though, man. Nice try. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be uh, their primary entertainment podcast. We're really looking forward to it, uh, to being a part of their uh, the, the website. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on with that, actually. Sarah has a lot of her posts going on there now. Uh, you can go find them, all her fall film previews. She's working on a couple things that are in the queue right now, so those will be fired off in the next day or two. Um, so be sure to be on the lookout for those. We'll still have our, our normal site going on if you want to go check that out, but a lot of our stuff is going to be also on the Geeks with the Wives uh, homepage. So, very exciting stuff. We're we're uh, this is a, a big jump for for our our little old podcast. So, so it's uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I know that Matt and Casey and Sarah are really excited about this too. So, that is uh, the big announcement. And I feel like is, why is everyone so quiet right now? No, I'm. You guys, this is really cool. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I, I I lack wife. So like, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm really conscious about the leg that's going on right now. <laughs> no, but Poor see, Sarah. now you're fine. Like, it's, it's yeah. weird. It's just when someone says hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when an awkward pause would be really, Thanks. really Thank awkward. You for that. <laughs> no, but I think, I think you're good now. It sounds better. 
So it's yeah, only it awkward when it's awkward. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, there's still um, leg on the other end. I don't know. That's okay. We'll we'll work through it. We'll work through it. Um. All right. So Matt told me that there was no redactions for this week. Pete, so it's, not gonna... okay. it's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. Sarah, the way that you Pete? interrupt right now is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Oh man, this is awesome! This is so good. I okay, was just so say random <laughs> and it's gonna work. That's the best part. Um, okay, so like like I like I was saying, uh, Matt said no redactions. So uh, let's just get into the new movies this week. <clears throat> uh, first up, we got the Maze Runner uh, Scorch Trials at seventy. Am I reading that right? Seventy six percent on the Tomato Meter. <clears throat> is that right? I would assume so. The first one did pretty decently. 76, oh, that's like a good enough go see the film. It's doing pretty good rating. <clears throat> I really hope I got that right. <clears throat> Otherwise, that's going to be a major redaction. <clears throat> that's All a right. Shia LaBeouf yeah. doing it right there at a, at a 76. Man, if some, if I mess that up, somebody please correct me, seriously. I'll, I'll okay, uh, <clears throat> because only because Black Mass is sitting at 76% too, so <laughs> I hope I didn't I hope I hope didn't copy and paste that. But that's the uh, that's the new flick with Johnny Depp. That's supposed to, that looks really good. Um, and then um, Everest coming in at seventy two percent on the tomato meter. Uh, I'm I don't know if you guys are interested in seeing Everest. I, when I, I saw the trailer when I first uh, saw Jurassic World, and my first thought when I saw it was uh, it, that looks like something you're gonna want to watch on IMAX. So um, I don't know. Anybody interested? Lauren, you, you interested in seeing this at all? Totally interested in seeing it. I really want to see Everest, and I really want to see the walk. Because cinematically, they look terrifying and amazing. Yeah, this, it looks beautifully shot. That's, that's the really cool thing. <clears throat> so, Pete, uh, Maze Runner is, is sadly sitting at 49% on the oh, tomato meter. The audience gave it a 69%, but the, the critics gave it a 49 But I'm going to go see it anyway. I love the first one. I think if you like the first one, you're going to like the second one. If you were not a fan of the first one, you're not. I, it's, it's the very similar style. And I don't think you'll enjoy the second one if you aren't a fan of the, the mythology in the world or the books or anything. But uh, it might also tweak book fans just a little bit. I think they changed some things around. But for the most part, the fandom, the book fandom is like so in love with Dylan O'Brien that I think that they're, they'll, they'll go see it anyway. All right. So thank you for correcting me on that. <clears throat> Amy, um, I'm glad because I was like, that, that doesn't seem right. Both at 76%. Doesn't happen too much with uh, movies getting the same Rotten Tomato score. Um, new Blu-ray is out. Uh, Furious 7, Cinderella, Ooh. Love and Mercy, and Monkey Kingdom. <clears throat> Matt, you seem really excited to see Cinderella. Yeah, oh, well, both. <laughs> I was actually cheering for Furious 7 first. <laughs> but I did watch Cinderella in theaters, too, and I like both movies a lot. So uh, I'll probably go pick them up. Nice, nice. Um, all right, so that is going to uh, do it for what's out uh, this week on Blu-ray and on the big screen. So go check them out. Um, all right, so Casey's not here, as you as you can tell. So uh, filling in for him today is Miss Lauren Galloway doing some entertainment news. Take it away, Lauren. Woop woop. Okay, so I can't do justice to Casey's entertainment whatever, but I will do my absolute best. So first up, it is officially confirmed that Jenna Coleman, the 12th Doctor's current companion on Doctor Who, will be leaving the show 
I think during the Christmas special of this season. So Jenna Coleman has been the companion for season seven, season eight, and she'll be the companion for all of season nine. But she has already filmed her final scenes with Peter Capaldi. And then they will be introducing the new companion probably in the Christmas special. So sad news for fans of Clara, but she's leaving the show because she just got cast as young Queen Victoria in a new British series. So <gasps> that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Be great, yeah. So sad news for, for Clara fans, but good news for Jenna Coleman fans because she gets to take on an entirely different role. What's really cool is that some people are, are hoping that Macy Williams becomes the new companion, but that might interfere Ooh. with her Game of Thrones filming. But that would be so cool. Right? Ooh. Especially because, you know, when she started filming Game of Thrones, she's like so small. And now all of a sudden she's like, what, 19 now? Hasn't she just grown up all of a sudden? She'd be a perfect companion age right now. Mm-hmm. Which one's Macy Williams? Arya. Really? She's, yeah. I thought she was younger than that. She's like she's 17 so or 18 or something. She's like, well, cause she seems small, but if you think yeah. about it, like nine years or something. No, wait, let's not exaggerate. <laughs> it's been like, I was, it lives one, two, three, four, six-ish years have passed since they started filming. So she was 13. She, right? I did math, okay. right? Just gonna... <laughs> I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> she was born in 1997, which means math. Which means she's the age of my brother and he's 16 and a half. I think. Oh, okay. Um, maybe 17? Oh my god, is my brother 17? I think my brother's 17, you guys. <laughs> Alright, okay. I gotta more, call home right now. No. More, more <laughs> whatever. Um, Amanda Seyfried, uh, the Mean Girls, Les Miserables actress, has joined the, the reboot, remake, sequel of Twin Peaks, which will be airing on Showtime sometime next season. And lastly, they Paramount has decided to move the release date of the third Star Trek film. So originally, Star Trek Beyond, as it's being titled, was supposed to come out. Let me find the date here. Star Trek. Okay. Um, it was supposed to be released July of 2016. Oh, waiting for it to load. Here we go. <laughs> ah, here we go. Okay. So originally, Star Trek Beyond was supposed to come out July 8th, and now it's been pushed two weeks. It's coming out July 22nd. So not a big move, but it will be coming out at the end of July of next year. Are they? Have they started principal photography on that? Oh, I yeah. Know They're they were... almost wrapped. What? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. I, that, missed, that flew by me because I didn't even know. Well, they're good at that, though. They uh, they hide true. their secrets, Star Wars secrets. J.J. Abrams in general is the secret hider. That's true. Yeah, they have been filming in Vancouver. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Idris Elba is going to be the villain in Star Trek Beyond, which is really cool. Um, the, I think the whole cast is reprising their original roles. And this will set up the five-year mission that the original show set out to explore and it's a perfect time for the film to come out because next year is star trek's 50th anniversary oh that's perfect. so cool i'm i'm so excited about this um uh no i'm okay I, this is probably i'm probably gonna get flamed for this but as much as i'm excited about star wars i'm probably excited more about star trek whoa only because i love star trek more i'm 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 a trekkie so sorry uh star wars fans but yeah well, I'm, they've I'm, got a good track record I'm, for the past two movies yeah, they do they do they do that's a good point um, but, uh, 
I mean, I, I, I can't believe I completely forgot about that. Only because, like, I, I feel like we're supposed to be waiting for more news. But like you said, Amy, they're pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. So. Plus, yeah. if it's the last weekend of uh, July, does that correspond with Comic-Con? Because that would be the world's best, greatest, most fantasticest oh, premiere. Man. Like, at that Comic-Con, be... Petco Park. Oh, man. That would be that would be. Land awesome. the Enterprise on the field. Everybody gets a ride. Didn't they have, didn't they have like, a thing at Petco, Petco Park a couple years ago at Comic-Con where they had the... Uh, like a band, like an orchestra or something, do music. One of the nice. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So every year, the San Diego mm-hmm. Symphony does a performance out on the waterfront. And a couple years ago, they did the Legends of Zelda soundtrack. And then uh, two years ago, they did the whole score to Star Trek Into Darkness. And then this past oh, year, so cool. they did Star Trek Into Darkness and all the music from the Star Wars films. And that was the concert that J.J. Abrams took everybody who was in Hall H2. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of a shock. That was just kind of like, whoa, what's going on there? It was, but yeah, very cool and awesome for the people who sat through that in uh, Hall H for that that very fun night. So, all right, um, all right, so that'll do it, Lauren. Yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest news that hit. I mean, if uh, anyone's excited about Supergirl, CBS is going to be premiering some footage Monday night. So that's something to look forward to. But I think that's the bulk of the entertainment news for this week. All right. Well, thank you for filling in for uh, for this week, Lauren. Appreciate that. Um, I'll be sure to send. Uh, I'll be sure to send uh, your check that I send to Casey to you. So, um, how's nobody laughing at that? <laughs> All right. Fine. Okay. Wait. What? Um, <laughs> that's my best yes, impression nobody's... of Casey. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. So. With that, we're going to get straight into TV talk because uh, there's a lot of TV to talk with this section. Last week, you know, we, we covered uh, returning – I mean the new shows. Um, but this week we're doing all returning stuff, and there is a lot of returning stuff, a lot of stuff we're very excited about. Um, is there – just to kick things off real quick, uh, Sarah, is there anything you're looking forward to the most out of uh, the stuff that's uh, that we're going to see returning for second, third seasons? Is there still a leg? <laughs> is there, is... It's okay. It's okay. There is, but it's okay. I'm so glad you find it funny, Pete. <laughs> really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. We're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that. Um, and this will make a great. No, Casey's the one who edits this. He won't take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> what a I'll try. He will. I'm sure he will. You guys just continue with the conversation. <laughs> oh boy. Um, it's a long delay. No, That's okay. It's okay. We'll work through it. We'll work through it. Um, no, but but seriously though, Sarah, is there a show like you're excited about that's coming back and uh, just when maybe you're looking for? Okay, to can you hear others? me now? Yes. I'm going to like, okay. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Arrow, Flash, The Good Wife, because I know everybody on this panel discussion watches The Good Wife. Yeah, I'm not the only <laughs> one there. Um, stupid delay. It's really annoying to be talking and then hear laughter like five, I don't know, 15 seconds after the joke. Um, but you guys continue. This is annoying me. <laughs> I think I'm... <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, John, why don't you uh, tell us what you're looking forward to most uh, with the returning Uh, shows? I've got a huge list, but probably Flash is the number one. Gotham 
can suck it and Arrow wasn't that great last year. So <laughs> the Flash for sure. And then there's a bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do with geeky or nerdy stuff that I'm really looking forward to. But what is it though? I'm kind of curious. Okay. Um, one of mine is not geeky. Brooklyn Nine-Nine and both Master Chefs are coming back in the fall. And uh, Fresh Off the Boat, a lot of sitcoms. Fresh Off the Boat is hysterical. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You like Master Chef? Yeah. Did you watch season six that just wrapped this week? No. No, I saw that. It's because it's I watch everything on Hulu, so I have to wait for Hulu to tell me it's up. So I, I don't know oh. who wins. Oh, okay. So no, yeah. so no spoilers well, for it. No spoilers. I was just about to tell you. I was just about to tell you, but no spoilers. But at least you know who's in the top three, right? Claudia, Derek, and Steven. Okay, I love Steven. I hope he's the one that wins. So my best friend is Claudia. In real life? In real life. Like, I told her to audition for MasterChef. Really? Yeah. Oh, she's all right, but she's not one of my favorites. No, Steven's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, that's cool. We see we can talk talk about non geeky things. Like one 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 non geeky show I'm looking forward to is Homeland on Blech. Showtime. Um, I'm so over is that Matt? <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, that's me. Uh, I'm super over Homeland. <laughs> yeah, man, I hate her so much. You guys hate on Claire Dane so much. That's yeah, funny. Um, no, but uh, no, I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how they do it, just because. Uh, I felt like the last season they actually uh, improved on on a really terrible third season. So um, it was it was better. So you I'm said looking... that it was going to get better, and it did. But I still hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Lauren and Amy. I know you guys are biased to uh, to the Flash because you are the Flash podcast only partially, along with Miss <laughs> only partially. Um, but what what show, uh, uh, Lauren? What what show are you looking forward to the most? Well, on? Doctor Who premieres tonight, so I'm really excited for Doctor Who to be back. Uh, obviously, Flash and Arrow are my top shows, but Agents of Shield is also coming back, and and I know we're going to get into that in the discussion. But I'm really excited to see where they go with this whole Secret Warriors plot and the fact that. Sky is now Quake and that she was given this amazing, amazing outfit with gauntlets and everything. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Um, Amy, what show uh, are you looking forward to? You know, forward I tweeted to? about this the other day, and I think it kind of surprised people who are not, who, who follow me frequently. The show I'm actually legitimately the most excited to see return, tied for The Flash in first place, is Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. Um it starts its third season. Chicago PD is phenomenal. And this particular season opener, I don't know if it's the way they did the trailer or if it's just they, they did the material that they knew is a good season opener, but their trailer blew my mind. I am so excited for season three. I think I, I, I really enjoy the whole Chicago trilogy. Fire Chicago PD and then Chicago Med starts in November because I think they have a way to to embrace and tell stories about humans who you've never met before. Like those, you know, the humans who come into the episode for the episode and they're part of the episode, but then they leave. And 
I feel touched by those characters more often than not um, in these shows than in any other shows that I watch. So I just I'm super excited about Chicago PD. I'm very excited about The Flash and Arrow and Shield, but honestly, um, I'm looking forward to like Chicago PD's on Wednesday, Arrow's on Wednesday. If they come out at the same time, I'm going to watch Chicago PD first, and then The Hundred doesn't come back till January, so I don't think that qualifies as a returning show yet. Does it normally come? Yeah, we'll we'll actually I think. Uh... Towards like December time, we'll we'll get into mid-season. the mid mid season shows. You know, like that one, Agent Carter, uh, which is up tomorrow. Uh, we'll get into those shows. Um, but uh, oh, I forgot that the hundred is a is a mid. Well, it wasn't show. last year. Last year they the first season was a mid season show. Last year they started it in the fall and then just had this absurdly long gap in the middle. And they had more episodes, and now they're going back to fewer episodes as a mid-season because, honestly, it worked really well for them in season one. And I think that for that show, fewer seasons in the fewer episodes in the season does a lot better for them storytelling-wise than having more episodes because they kind of had too many filler episodes in season two. How many episodes total do you remember they had in season mm, one? Thirteen, I think. Okay. So it's not. It's not thirteen. So yeah. It's not yeah, okay. a drastic difference, but it's enough that you can get rid of kind of a few of those filler episodes. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, Matt, rounding this out, what are you look what are you looking forward to uh, the most coming? Back? Um, I'm mostly looking forward to Heroes Reborn. It's starting up in like I think a week or something like that, or a few days. So uh, I'm really excited to see what they're cooking up. Um, the biggest thing I want to see is uh. It's good and bad, and both, uh, like, you know, uh, either it's going to be really awesome, they're going to have all these new characters, and returning characters is going to be fun, or it's going to be this gigantic, like, flop, and I'm going to be really sad again, and I'm like, why did I get hyped up for it? But either way, I'm excited for it. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, talk a little bit about Heroes Reborn, because it's, kind of it's kind of a reboot slash, what, sequel kind or, of, yeah. or continuation of, of, you know, what they, what they started off with. Um uh, Lauren, what do, what do you think of uh, what they're doing with heroes? And we're getting introduced to a lot of different characters, as a lot of uh, as well as a lot of uh, old ones too. You know, I've actually never seen heroes. I know, really, yeah i I watched the pilot when it aired, whenever that was, uh, maybe a decade ago. And I thought, you know, I thought it was really compelling. I thought it was really interesting. I think what turned me off. From the pi- the heroes pilot was uh, what's that actress's name? Allie Allie Larder. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. her alto her alter ego is like killing people, mm-hmm. and that I She's don't know that was, evil. Yeah. yeah, that was my instant turn off because I like that actress so much. I didn't want to see her bad, so I actually never watched the rest of the show. And then I think I tried to watch it on Netflix, and I just could not get past like the first two or three episodes i know that it has a really big fan following and i i hope the the reboot slash sequel well but that's definitely not something that i'm familiar with yeah it's um it's it's certainly a very interesting show i mean the when it first came out you know there wasn't this you know boom of comic book television and, and movies that there is now so nbc was really trying to capitalize you know they had shows like that they had a a really, really terrible show called The Cape that tried to make it for a little while. Oh, the Cape. Oh, the Cape. Poor Man's... I mean, The that Poor was Man's Arrow? Like, <laughs> poor Man... Poor, yeah, that's exactly because if right. Because well, the funny it, thing... I, if the Cape the had succeeded... The funny thing about the Cape... <laughs> go, 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 Lauren, you go first. 
<laughs> okay, my little piece about the cape is that a lot of the writers on Arrow, they got their first break on the cape. Oh, really? Yeah, like Keto Shimizu, she's written all the Suicide Squad episodes for Arrow, and I think she got bumped to a co-producer. Her first writing credit ever, actually I think she was an associate writer, writer's assistant, was on the cape. So even though it wasn't a good show, it definitely was practice for some of these writers that get to write for the comic book shows that we like today. Isn't wasn't Terra Nova? Oh, cool. I feel like Terra Nova was a practice for all. Was a big was a big break for all of the Agent Carter people. Yes, um, like Jose, uh, uh, Travis. Oh, Jose was yeah. On Jose the show? did Terra Nova. Tara, Michelle, Tara Butters, Michelle Fazekas did Terra Nova. Um, Terry Metalis, uh, Travis, Travis Fickett from Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. Wow, so really? Nova, That's yeah. like an all-star the, the writing. Game, I I, I enjoyed it when I watched it. And was like, no, it got canceled. But that was years ago. And I went back and yeah. tried to watch it like a year and a half ago. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because it had such potential. And the main villain, they created the villain of chess, which I love. If you create, like, I feel like Arrow could do really good with that sort of a villain. But it just, it, it didn't succeed. It was, it was so, it was so, <laughs> oh, the cape. Well, it's like, it was, it was trying to be like a Batman Arrow type thing. It didn't pull and, it off. And it just didn't, it no, no, not at all. And and I, I think the problem, and this has been my thing, when when a when a network uh, tries to uh, create a superhero that's that's never been done before, or just something completely original with superheroes, my thing is, you, I don't think you can do that when you have so much history of comic book characters already created. And and that was like that was kind of my my that was my one turnoff when when I saw all these shows kind of come out. I was like, well. Why can't we have, like, I mean, obviously we have Flash and Arrow now in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but back then it was like, why can't we have these kind of shows, but use the writing in these shows for these, you know, Arrow and Flash type shows. I don't know. Um, now I'm getting off track. Heroes uh, Reborn. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Heroes. Yes, thank you. Um, John, uh, looking for Heroes Reborn? I also have never seen Heroes. I've heard mixed things about it. I've heard people really love it, and then I've also heard that it's... I think that it was one of the shows that suffered during that writer's strike. Mm-hmm. So towards the end, it got not that great. So I don't, I don't even want to bother if it's not if it's not a show that doesn't finish really strong because that's what when I watch a show, that's what upsets me most is kind of like when they just phone in the ending. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, the first season, if if you know, um, I, I enjoyed the first season. I thought it it kind of gave itself potential to do well. Um, but after the first season, I think it, it just kind of fell off, and, and now they're trying to recreate it. Matt, I know you're a, a big Heroes fan, but uh, did I already ask you about that? Yeah, I'm the one that brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, no, John, it's cool. It, Lauren, if you guys want, um, what Pete's saying is pretty accurate. The first season is phenomenal. The second season is when that writer's strike hit. Um, mm. and, and so this is going to be the question. Will they create, will this? Will Heroes Reborn be a series that can encapsulate and and, and grab a new audience that's never seen heroes before is it the audience that has seen and loved season one but then they kind of just disregard two and three or is it a series which you know you're really going to enjoy a lot better if you've seen all of heroes which i don't think they'll do i think they're going to based on what i've seen and from the trailers i think they're going to try to make it a show that people can hop into having no previous knowledge of the the mythology from heroes i think you'll enjoy it more if you've seen it you'll understand more but a, lot, a majority of season one of heroes is them figuring things out and solving mysteries so to speak solving the big ultimate mystery and now all of that's been kind of solved they can hop into heroes reborn and start with different stories 
just, you know, knowing that all of this mystery has been solved, if that makes sense. So we yeah. don't have to do the groundwork. The groundwork has been done. I'll give it a uh, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should. Um, well, um, according to, like, some some articles, they're saying that it's a 13-episode miniseries. I don't know. That's, like, a longer than some, like, full series, like, some full seasons right now. But uh, they said it will, uh, quote, reconnect with the basic elements of the show's first season, which is why I'm most excited for it. Because uh, exactly what you said, Amy, it's, like, all about, like, the mystery and putting together, like, why all these people are connected to each other. Uh, I'm looking at the cast list, and really the only returning person is, like, the main guy, Noah Bennett, played by Jack Coleman. Everyone else is new, so um, it's going to focus on, like, brand new um, heroes just discovering their powers, which is, like, arguably the best part of the Hero series. Once they started kind of teaming up and facing, like, one big evil, that was when it was getting kind of uh, bland. But, like, yeah, now it seems like they're all going to kind of uh, do what worked really well in Season 1 and try to just continue the mythos from there, so... That's the reason why I'm, I think a lot of people who uh, watch Heroes are excited because everyone, you know, says first season's the best. So, uh, but for people who are just curious about what it's all about, it's, um, uh, I think it's, a, it's, like, you don't need to watch the previous seasons to get what they're going for. Yeah, and I'm interested to see if, interested to see if uh, any other characters come out that were in the, um, in, in the old season, in the, uh, you know, first and third seasons, you know, if, if we're going to get any returning characters, uh, I know I read something that said that there might be some characters popping up, but they're also going to kind of tease them. Um, and, and it's going to be a thing where the story that they've created is going to be, you know, should the, 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 these people with special abilities stay in hiding or should they come out? And so that'll be. Which sounds a little bit shieldish. So I, 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 it's the kind of, it's the story, this story's been done before. How are they going to make it different? Yeah, and see, that's my, and that's my concern. Like, you know, like, like when I said earlier, this show, when it first came out, there was no Flash, there was no Arrow. So it didn't have any competition. It didn't have anything to anyone to compare it up against and compare it to. So now that you have Flash, now you have Arrow, you have Agent Shield, it's going to be interesting to see if, you know, if if this is a show that that appeases the fan base, but then doesn't still bring in the audience that that NBC sees going to CW and ABC mm-hmm. and even CBS for Supergirl. I wonder so. if the difference is that um, this that the Heroes world is a little bit more realistic uh, and gritty and current day, uh, like it's our universe that has happened that the, mm-hmm. that all of the Heroes stuff has happened to, as opposed to the Flash and Arrow, which is clearly not our universe. Like, it's a very distinct fantasy line, so I wonder if that's maybe a difference they can play on and a strength that they can use. Yeah. It's, it's going to be really interesting and a very uh, very stiff test to see how the, how well the, the show does. Um, Alright, so, uh, moving on, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, Arrow. Uh, I know it's, it's this is going to be really in- interesting to see, because, you know, we finally got to see Stephen Amell don the, the Green Arrow costume at Comic-Con, um, you know, they're pretty much saying that, you know, this is it. We're going to get to see the green arrow. This isn't just arrow anymore. Um, but, uh, a lot of things happened at the end of the, the last season. We talked about that already, but getting into this, I mean, what did you guys think of the, the, the trailer? Um, let, let me see if this, let me try this. Sarah. Are you drinking sure? Random inter- <laughs> Give us, give us your quick thoughts on like- what you... <laughs> Yes, it's okay. Just listen. Random interruption. Um. My thoughts on Arrow. Okay. I am excited to see Oliver Queen run for mayor. 
I'm excited for Elicity because I ship them. I know you guys don't respect that, but you're wrong. Um, let me think. Um, I'm excited for Speedy. Laurel, Sarah's coming back, so Laurel's going to be a more interesting character because I really like that sister relationship, and I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Random interruption over. Continue. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Sarah. That was very well done. Um, Lauren, uh, what what are you most excited about with the new season of Arrow? And and I mean, what do you what what was your first thoughts on the trailer that debuted not not too long ago? Um, I, I have to agree a lot with Sarah. I mean, I'm I'm not an Elicity shipper, and so I think it's it's always interesting when you bring any kind of relationship dynamic onto a television show that is typically action-based because now Oliver is going to be making decisions as somebody who's in a relationship. But Elicity aside, um, I agree. I'm very excited to see Speedy. I think out of all the promo pictures that came out a couple days ago, I think Thea looks incredible. She's and awesome. Yeah, at this point in time, like... Green Arrow who? I want to see Speedy. I want to see I want to see Thea. I want to see uh, the effects of the Lazarus Pit are on her. And then Sir Lance is my favorite Arrow character by far. And so I can't wait to see her resurrected. And hopefully she's on Arrow episode. Because she gets resurrected in episode 4, I think. 4 or 5. The Constantine episode. Oh, it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Hopefully she's on 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. And then they launch Legends of Tomorrow, and then she'll be on Legends. Hopefully, we get a lot of Sarah this season. And hopefully, with Sarah coming back, Lance's anger and bitterness towards Oliver will shift because Sarah's not dead anymore. <laughs> this is just such an interesting conversation. I'm really hoping that we see a lot more of this dead character this season. Like, I really want them to just... <laughs> it's just such an interesting dynamic to think about that we're like, oh, okay, so now that this dead character's come back to life... What's that going to be like? And this other dead character, the character that was almost dead, has but come back to life. But what's that going to be like? I love it. It's just, it's well, it's just more <laughs> compelling, I think, than, I don't know. I just think it's compelling. No, it is. It's going to be very compelling. I'm, I'm super excited to see Constantine on, on, uh, on Arrow. Um, you know, I know it didn't, it didn't uh, fare very well on NBC, but, but now he's on CW and he's bringing that, that Constantine character to Arrow. So I'm, that's definitely one of the things I'm looking forward to, um, getting to see like the little crossover. Um, Matt, are you, what are you, uh, what are your thoughts on Constantine coming to us? Uh, I, uh, actually took the time to finish Constantine. Uh, and, uh, I, <laughs> I gave him a lot of flack earlier cause he's just like regular dude. Who's just who's really uh, sure about himself. And he's very, like, I don't know, stereotypical. But, I don't know, I grew to like his character more. So I I'm, I was kind of sad. And then uh, to know that, the you know, they didn't pick him up. But I'm happy to hear that he's going to be back. And um, I can't wait to see how he fits into the mold. I hope he's not just there for, like, comedic relief and that's it. And, like, do some weird Egyptian incantation here and there. But I hope he plays a, a kind of an integral role. But if he pops in for a few episodes, I'll be even happy with that. Did, Matt, did you see the IGN article? Um, Eric Goldman, who's who, who's the 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 Arrow guy, he interviewed. Um, oh gosh, I don't remember who it was, but she, they asked him specifically, "Why is Constantine coming back?" And or and like, can we look for a long term Constantine integration into the show? And they basically said no. He was brought back out of necessity for bringing back Sarah Lance, so he will play an oh, integral role in reviving Sarah Lance. 
But that was about the extent of where they were going to go. So I think we're going to see him in episode four and maybe like an episode in the second half of the season. So like shake hands gather, with like later, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's what I gathered from the interview is like we we literally brought him onto the show out of necessity for finding a way to adequately and originally bringing Sarah back. Uh, see, OK, that's it's real sad, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, at least we'll have like one more episode with him, which is pretty cool because. Yeah, I like his uh, his 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 take on Constantine on screen. It's pretty funny. You don't think they'll like kill him, yeah, will you? Will they? I don't know about kill him. I think they'll just shake hands and like leave it open. <laughs> You'd be like later, dude. I I hope that I hope that it does. The episode he's on does well, uh, so well that they bring him back for hopefully more episodes. Just because I want to see that element of what would we say? What is it like magic? Supernatural. And, and supernatural. Uh, brought into Arrow because you know they don't, you know that you see more of that in Flash. You don't see a whole lot of that in Arrow. So um, I guess with the exception of the whole Raza Glow arc, but for the most part, um, I I, I want to see more of that dynamic in in in, uh, in Arrow. I think it'd be uh, it'd be very cool. Um, John, I know you weren't a big fan of season three, um, and, and you're not the only <laughs> one. Uh, but uh, what what are you looking forward to? What what would be your expectations for uh, Arrow returning uh, in a couple weeks? I don't know. I hope that they stick more to, like, the Green Arrow, like, lore. Because this past season they were real heavy, like, on the Bruce Wayne stuff, which I thought was pretty... I didn't like it because Green Arrow's been a character that's going on almost 75 years. And there's so much to the character that it seemed kind of stupid that they were having to take from what I think... They were having to take from Batman to make things more interesting which I don't think that they necessarily needed to do. So hopefully this this season they'll, you know, switch things up. I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope it's good. But if it's not, uh, I still got the flash. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what, what uh, they really bring to this, uh, this season. You know, they tease a lot of things. You know, obviously we saw the constant scene. We were talking about that, the little snippet there in the trailer. But... You know, we get to see uh, the fallout of, of uh, Ray Palmer trying to, um, you know, uh, perfect uh, his, you know, shrinking ability. And, and obviously we've seen that it's obviously going to happen yeah. in the Legends of Tomorrow trailer. But in the trailer, there was like a sign that said something about dedicated to Ray, Ray Palmer. So it insinuates that uh, in at least to start start things off, uh, Ray Palmer's dead. So I'm interested to see how that a story comes around. I really like Brendan Routh as as Ray Palmer. I'm, I'm really looking forward to hoping to see more of him in the show. Um, oh man, I just can't. oh so I wanted to ask you guys. You know, there's there's a lot of rumors about who can and who can't be on the show because of how DC is handling their television and and how they're handling their movie universe. Uh, and there's a lot of talk, and I don't know this this it could not be it could be a thing where it's not true, but you know there's there's these little subtle hints. I feel like they're giving us that the green lantern could possibly appear at some point. Uh, is this something you guys could actually see happening or is this maybe they're just having fun with the fans? Uh, Lauren, what do you, what do you think? About I that? think they're just having fun with the fans. I think, um, and this is something to add to Matt's entertainment, whatever, but I think the news that they're doing a, a blue beetle, uh, booster gold film. Yes. That be so much fun. Greg Berlanti is at least rumored to be directing. I think oh, wow. they're trying to keep these characters as separate as they can. So 
um, you know, people have been talking about the fact that the Suicide Squad won't be on Arrow anymore because they're making the Suicide Squad movie. And that might be true, but we'll probably still get Amanda Waller because she is so integral to the story that they're already telling. And then the same with The Flash. I mean, they can't not, they can't cancel his show because they're going to make a Flash movie. But I think for other characters like Green Lantern, I think the whole Ferris storyline, they are just using as Easter eggs. Although, isn't there a woman who's a part of that? Is her name Carol Ferris? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's her, yeah, it's, her it's, father that's, was uh, the one that had that airbase, I believe. Yes. Yeah. It's possible that they could bring supporting characters in. But I don't think we'll ever see a Batman or a Superman or a Green Lantern on the show just because they already have plans for those characters in the, what are they calling it? The DCEU, which is the extended universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. You're right. You're right. Um, no, you're, you're right. And this is what I take away from uh, when I, when I hear their, their pres- the vice presidents, everyone, uh, the head of the, the, the networks and, and the, and DC and Warner brothers, what I take from it is they tell everyone, right now, we're just keeping them separate. Just because of what they're trying to accomplish with the movie universe and what they're trying to accomplish with with the television. Um, now, I, I think you can kind of read into it a little bit. Uh, and, and that is, they're not completely saying no to crossover. Um, they're just keeping them separate. So, maybe this is me just wishful thinking. But I feel like if there was to be any kind of crossover, I don't think i don't think it would be television wise i don't um for for a lot of obvious reasons i don't think we would see the movie characters cross over to the television um to the television shows now i think the opposite is certainly a is could potentially happen it's a possibility like i said i this is probably me just wishful thinking but until they say absolutely not they're connected i i'm still going to maintain that there is the possibility of some huge crossover that could happen down the line that's just that's just well that's the power of the multiverse right that's exactly that's what they can do with it and that's with what they're able to do now with the flash because it's not just two multiverses there isn't just earth one and earth two there are multiple there there are multiple multiverses there are a lot like there's literally an infinitesimal amount of multiverses now there are a lot of storylines in which there's a main villain who crosses all of the different multiverses and uh, starts destroying them. So you could certainly you could play with that idea. That would be fun. Have a villain that crossover and have him be the one. Have have it be Vandal Savage. Have our Vandal Savage from Legends of Tomorrow show up in the next Batman or Superman movie, and people are like, "What? Wait a second. That's the same guy. I wonder if nah." And then have like uh, you know I don't know. It would be interesting, but I feel like by the time that something like that would happen in the movie universe, Arrow and the Flash may have already reached the point where their shows are soon to be canceled. Not, not, I'm not saying that Arrow's going to get canceled soon, but say the next, the, you know, the next potential movie for a crossover doesn't come out for three or four years. Um, I think it's always been kind of predicted that Arrow, because of the five years off on an island thing, will be a five-season show. But I don't know if, it, if they would ever cancel Arrow. But the, the, the bottom line is, I feel like at some point, since moves just take so much longer to make, there's going to be an awkward gap. And so they're going to have to find a way to cross over. But once you once you get past that awkward gap, you can just literally have everybody from the TV shows like on all the movies. And it would be great. 
Final Crisis. That's just all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Um. No, but totally. You totally could. It would be, it would be, it would, yes. There or you is. could have an entire Flashpoint thing. Like, what if all the movie universes are existing yeah. in the Flashpoint universe? Except for it's not possible because uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman. So close-ish. Prediction there are denied. rumors about there being multiple Flashes in the Flash movie that Warner Brothers is working on. Yeah. See, I, I read that too. And, and, and it made me and, – and when I saw that, I was like, yep. That, that, that is along with, with what I've been thinking this whole time, which is, like I just, which is what I just said earlier. They, they haven't said no to, to any crossover. They just are leaving them separate. So if they want to do it that way, that's fine. But it could lead to something potentially bigger, which um, I'm sure we would all be super excited about. I'm sure we'd all go nuts if we saw some multiverse stuff going on in the DC uh, movie universe. So. Can you, right, can you so, just imagine, like, the season – sorry, the, just the Flash season two finale. Like, the, the oh. portal opens and Batfleck walks out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're like, oh what? God. That would be awesome. I, I, I think CW would uh, exceed their their ratings <laughs> quota or, or for the next year if that happened. They would be like, okay, we're good. We can, we can. I think we can renew the Flash for another three or four right. seasons, and we're we're, we're rock solid. Um, <laughs> Ten year renewal. <laughs> yeah, that exactly, exactly. Um, right, so uh, moving on, uh, we were talking. Uh, Lauren mentioned earlier talking about Agents of Shield and. You know, it's going to be really inter- interesting to see how that how that comes about. You know, now we got the whole Inhumans thing going on, Secret Wars. Um, Lauren, why don't you kick things off talking about um, what you're looking forward to with, with what you're looking forward to with uh, Sky, and now that she's Quake and 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 humans, and and where's where could this potentially all lead to? Not just with the show, but even with the MCU. Yeah, I'm super excited about what they're doing with Chloe Bennett's character. Um, I think that they really did a good job of teasing out her her secret identity. And I think that they were always going to make her quake. Now, Chloe says that she didn't know that she was signing up to be a superhero. But she said that she started digging in the comics. And she started to think, huh, I wonder if I'm Daisy Johnson. And then lo and behold, that's who she was. Um, we got to spend a lot of time with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. costume designer and Foley over the weekend at Long Beach Comic Con. And we got to have some really good conversations with her about the Quake outfit, which dropped on Monday. And, like, Anne is just such a boss when it comes to costuming because, like, the design that Quake wears in the show has been incorporated into Chloe's outfit in season three. And it has she has, like, a full quake gauntlet which in the comics like she could vibrate you know people's hearts and she could tear down buildings with vibrations so i think people that have been longing to see superheroes on agents of shield are finally going to get their wish and it's going to be through the secret warrior superheroes and the inhuman superheroes uh, Amy, do you want to uh, add on to uh, what Lauren was talking about? Uh, you, well, yeah, I'm super stoked to see where Quake slash Sky is going. I still think I, it, this is the debate. Is she Sky or is she Quake? Do we call her both? At Comic-Con, I proposed to Brett Dalton <laughs> that we use DJ Sky, Daisy Johnson Sky, because I think it sounds awesome. Uh, and he was like, yes, let's do that. So I'm still sticking with that. So that's what I'm doing. So DJ Sky. Um, I think she have like a SoundCloud are... or something like that? I can kind of uh, sign up with <laughs> Um, I, I'm really excited to see where her character's going. I think she has one of the most impressive arcs, 
in the entire series. Uh, Lauren and I have both been huge fans of her character and watching her grow. And for me, it's this season, I think, is going to be about her kind of tackling her morals and realizing, gosh, I was about to say realizing with great power comes great responsibility. But it really does, because now she's leading this Inhumans group and they've had issues before and she's had disagreements before with S.H.I.E.L.D.'s protocol of either you bring the the Inhumans on board or you get rid of them. And I don't think she's going to be okay with that. I think she's going to do her best to work in the system. But there's, I, I, I imagine that there's going to be a point where her morals start to conflict with what she's supposed to do. And while I do believe that she and Coulson are back on the same page... I think that there's going to be a, a, a certain level of animosity between her and May um, that that kind of is an, is an unresolved tension from last season. And you have to think about the fact that ultimately, while S.H.I.E.L.D. did come in and save the day, there was a point where S.H.I.E.L.D. was against the very people who Psy was trying to protect. And so how does she find a balance between trying to protect and, you know... A, a, create this group of inhumans still letting the people who want to live on their own and not get involved live on their own because that shield doesn't do that shield doesn't let inhumans or superpowered people whatever they're called um there's an official term but those those powered individuals they don't let them just chill in the mountains shield's like look you're either on board or you're in prison slash dead so um, that's going to be something I think that she's going to have a big challenge with. I'm just excited. I don't know a whole lot about Secret Warriors, and I kind of don't want to. I kind of just want to see it progress. I don't really want to do a whole lot of research into it yet. Um, now, random interruption, obviously... random interruption. Me, oh, me. Okay, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. No. <laughs> she has become something else. So now she must become something else. All right. That's not how it goes. I don't know. Random interruption. <laughs> no, that was good, Sarah. That, I think we were all on the same page. That was good. Um, now, you know, they have the whole Inhumans movies that was announced. Um, you know, and then there's been so much talk about how, you know, they s- really separated Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from the MCU. How do you have an uh, Inhumans movie when you have an Inhumans storyline going on in the show? Uh, John, why don't, what, what do you think of, of that? Do you think they have to cross over at some point? Or do you think it's going to be a thing where they fade away and then they do reintroduce it in a meet? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't watch either. And I'm unapologetic. Uh, what's that word? Unapolo- unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah, DC fanboy, so nothing Marvel interests me that much. I don't watch. You've it. really never seen Shield. I, I when it first came out, I saw like the. I think I saw the first episode, and when I realized it wasn't a villain from the comic books, I was like, "Yeah, it sucks." Okay, okay. So then skip I, the first half of season one. Just go to like episode fifteen, <laughs> where it co- coincides with Winter Soldier, and watch from there. You can skip I've the never first half. Winter you never seen Winter Soldier, dude. That's like what, dude? Well, that's like, dude. <laughs> All right, John. That is your homework. Yeah. You have like, to at least see it on Netflix. It's, it's like the top, top, top. Random top. interruption. Um, random interruption. Sure. Random interruption. <laughs> Seriously, this is great. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> it's of all the Marvel yes. movies, you will probably oh find that gosh. that is the one that yes. people will recommend it's... the highest. But... Yeah, that that is that is my favorite MCU movie. Is Winter Soldier. If I can find it for free, I'll check it out. Okay. It's yeah, worse. I will send you a box. Yes, right? <laughs> you can red, you can red box it. Yeah. 
Yes. Do I it. Do PayPal it. you um, the one dollar and ninety nine cents. <laughs> we are setting up a fund to get a, to get a, a Kick, Kickstarter. Yeah. We got to kickstart that. <laughs> um, Matt, why, why don't you ta- why don't you tackle the question? Uh, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know we got so we got so blindsided by uh, John's huge announcement there, uh, or the huge reveal. Um, no, uh, how how do you make Inhumans movie work? Um, and you have a Inhumans story arc going on in a television show where pretty much Marvel's come out and said that we're gonna really keep these things separate. Um, I think they're just not gonna highlight as much one or the other in the movies, but they're just gonna do the typical Marvel thing and kind of like. Uh, let it have like have like one thread that kind of just like leads the movie because they're they're playing an humans movie aren't they or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that that, that was so that's the whole reason we're talking about this. Yes, Pete, I get you're saying now. Uh, (laughs) Like, yeah, that's kind of the question. Okay, I'm I'm guessing like see that's hard. See, I I don't I don't know how they're gonna do it, but Arlo's gonna pull it out somehow. They'll figure it out. Um, I think that how they might plan it would be. Um, they wouldn't have any characters from the show be in the movie, but they're going to be a part of, like, that big, like, war scene or something like that. You know, like, you know, like, they're they're going to make nods to it, but they're not going to have, like, it's not going to be as integrated, or I would say, you know. Do, do you think it'll be a thing where it's kind of like what they've done with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the past to uh, be somewhat a part of an event? Yeah, it's like they're going to be part of the event, but they're not going to be in yeah. each other's respective places. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Winter Soldier did. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Anyone else have any thoughts on that, Lauren, Amy? I do. Okay, go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> um, at the moment, Marvel Television is technically different than Marvel Studios. And that's why the, the connections between the films and the shows have been a little light. But if you think about what they did with Winter Soldier and the fact that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. completely led up to that and was forever obliterated because of what they did in Winter Soldier, I'm pretty sure that in the next four years, Kevin Feige and ABC and Bob Iger, they're going to figure this out. And I am very confident that the show is going to directly tie into the film. Yeah, that would be actually pretty awesome to see uh, the cast in the movie, um, in some in some form, I think that'd just be really really cool. Uh, Random interruption, I agree with Lauren. Oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, anyone want to take a guess as to uh, what's going to happen to um, Simmons since we last saw her getting sucked into this uh, huge cube thing? Oh yeah, I forgot about Anybody? that. I'd like that was like the final scene, wasn't it? I forgot about that. Well, the question is. <laughs> What will she be when she comes out? Will she be something else? Or will she be someone else? Um, <laughs> hashtag, it's all connected. I, do, do we, I'm trying to remember, do we know where that mysterious substance is supposed to herald from? Is it from another planet? Um, is, it, yes. is it Kree? Yes. Because I would be really yeah. interested to see if... She comes out almost entirely the same, but almost has like um, a Cisco-esque kind of visions where maybe she starts to see things before they're supposed to happen or she starts to see things that are happening on different planets. Um, or maybe she sees something really interesting with Sky. Because we, we also we had that issue where, where there was a period of time where, where Gemma wasn't really 
on board with Sky and her powers. Um, remember, they had that fight where Simmons is like, "These are these are weapons," and she's like, "No, they're a part of me." And so they had kind of a little bit of animosity, and I wonder if maybe something would have, will have happened that brings that to the foreground, where Simmons is really nice and casual, except with Chloe or with Chloe. Gosh, I give up. So many names <laughs> with Sky or anyone who has Cree blood, and she's like, I don't know, a Cree detector or something. I, I don't know. I'm rambling. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, it, this is all speculation. We don't know what's going to happen to to Simmons, and and you know, uh, it's 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 going to be interesting. Obviously, it's going to be it's. It, it seems to me something like that would be a huge part of whatever is coming. The story they're going to tell, because uh, I mean, that was pretty significant. This wasn't just uh, any other cliffhanger. She got just sucked into something that's going to obviously have an effect on her. Um, it could be similar to what happened to uh, Fitz when uh, you know he almost died and the end of the first season so um so it should be I'd very like to interesting see like a shadow power right. though like we don't know about it and she doesn't know about it and it just slightly starts coming to the foreground every time and then eventually it just like explodes in a massive awesomeness of superpowers or something kind of like a uh, chloe sullivan chloe sullivan you didn't see smallville oh. <laughs> Oh, I gotta never pee. Mind. It's that, cool, man. That reference Spoiler. I got everywhere. I everywhere. Okay, never mind. I'm still catching up on Heroes season one, guys. This is it's a big <laughs> project going back and like rediscovering all the geek I missed in my childhood. Okay, guys. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So I'm before we get to uh, I, I want to talk about the Flash last. Before we get to that, um, am I the only one that's looking forward yes. to awesome? Please be. Yes. I haven't seen the second half of season one. I'll watch yet. the first episode, Pete, and then I'll probably not watch the rest. But I just want to see like how many villains they can throw in one episode, <laughs> and I think I'll, I'll I'll try to like drink every time they show a new villain, and and if it's as corny as like Fish Mooney last season, then I'll do a shot, you know, and then I'll be dead by the end of the night. So it's mostly going to be for that. <laughs> oh, so it appears I am. God, the only that show one was so bad. I, I kind of want to see what they what where they go from here. There were some things I really did enjoy about the first season. Me, like, you know, the, the corny levels of I, it. What? It could have been so bad it's good, but it's just bad. You know, like yeah. Uh, sorry, any other Gotham fans out there what? besides? It's just <laughs> I wanted it to. I wanted to like it, and I was like, oh, it's just one of those bad. It's good, and then oh no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lauren, do you watch Gotham at all or no? I, I you know, I don't watch Gotham, but because I, I work for a comic book site, I kind of I kind of have to be familiar with things. Like I had to write about Gotham the other day, and I was like, crap, I don't know who any of these people are. And I was like direct <laughs> messaging Andy, like, can you watch this video for me? Can you tell me like who's this guy over here? Um, but from what I've seen of clips, I do not think it's going to be cheesy. I think they they heard the fans saying, ah, Fish Mooney and these characters are a little odd. I think they're going to go full on psychopath. And I'm actually terrified. Um, but some people really like that kind of storytelling that's really crazy and off the wall. So I think season two is going to be a, a departure and it's going to get really dark really fast. Have you heard? Uh, have you um, heard the? Have you heard the different rumors that are coming around for the show? For yeah, Gotham. No, I, I'm. I, 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 I'll be honest. I haven't really followed too much news with the shows coming out. Part of it is just because I just want to. I want to be surprised. All right. Um, yeah. Um, 
like I said, I, I took some things away from the first season of Gotham that I enjoyed. Uh, Penguin was probably my favorite character of the first <laughs> season. I really enjoyed him. John shaking his head over there saying no. Just totally... I should have had I Rose liked on, I liked. I thought Rose Penguin and Enigma were great. <laughs> if he liked... wasn't Penguin, yes. he'd be great. But the fact that yeah. it has to be Penguin, it's like, no, just make him a new one or something. I, think... I really enjoyed the Riddler a lot. Yeah, yeah, was cool. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't um, the big issue with it. Gotham though that people were like, "I thought we were doing a show about Gordon. Why are we doing all these villains?" Yeah, that's what my biggest yeah. issue was. Well, I think part of it too was that you know, just and, sucked. Well, nothing. Not to completely take away from Ben McKenzie because he's a good actor, um, but he was like in the first half of Gotham, he was kind of dull as Gordon, just. And, and that that was definitely one of my gripes about it was just he was just kind of boring and and you know now granted it he did get better with and maybe that was a credit to the writers and and they gave him a little bit better story to work with but um, it was just it I mean I felt myself cheering for Penguin and he's the bad guy and and you shouldn't be cheering for the bad guy but maybe that's what they wanted to do and I, I don't know I also think that it's going to be interesting to see how long they can take this. Without having Batman well, in it somehow. That, that was one of the rumors I heard about this second season, but it seems like way too out there for them to even introduce Batman. Yeah, and you know, like we said earlier, they're they're keeping all these separate, so I don't I don't think they'll introduce Batman at all um, in the show unless something happens and and they uh, they approve it in some way. But uh, for the most part, I'm pretty sure that it's gonna they're gonna try and stick to whole the whole you know, life before Batman with a young Gordon and, and then season two is like a ton of villains. So we'll see how, we'll see how that all goes. Um, all right. We'll stop talking. Can about I say one more thing about Gotham? Talk about it. Um, okay. I was reading this great review the other day and I wish I could credit whoever said this, but a lot of uh, comic book stories and films, they always say that the hero creates the villains. Yeah. You guys heard that, that quip before. That's why I was thinking, like, if, if Batman doesn't exist, why do all these villains need to be villains right now? Right. And so the, the review that I was reading, or the person that, that said this, said that Gotham is doing the complete opposite. Instead of a hero creating all these villains, we have a bunch of villains who will end up creating Batman. So it's kind of an interesting take on a, a classic comic trope. It is. It's very interesting. Um, and we'll see how far they can take it, you know. Uh, but since I'm the only one who wants to talk about Gotham, <laughs> we will move on from this. Uh, all right, so let's talk no, about Pete. I was, was going to say, sorry, Pete. Um, I'll say this is your show, dude. This is when you say, everyone, shut the hell up. This is my show. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Gotham for the next half hour. Because no. <laughs> I said so, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, I respect everyone's opinions, and it's it's totally cool. Um, so let's move on to the Flash. I think that's something we can all agree on. That's something that we're all loving and we're looking forward to. Um, I'm going to let the Flash podcasters uh, take the lead on this one, ladies. Oh my gosh, Lauren, you go first. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 not the right person to talk about this because I am on a social media blackout for. Are you everything. really? Okay, oh, yeah. Just because I want to be as unspoiled as possible going into this premiere. Okay. Oh, so you're kind of like me then. So, Amy, go for it. Big thing with season two is in the trailer that we got, the very short trailers, it has been revealed that Barry Allen 
spoiler alert to Lauren, turn off your headphones. <laughs> um, Barry Allen successfully created a stable portal between Earth 1 and Earth 2. And as a result, characters from Earth 2 can now travel to us, Earth 1, and totally screw around not, and not Earth be a villain. One. Prime Earth, right? Is it Prime Earth? Yeah, You're Earth 1 is right. a, Yeah, right. Earth 1's Earth 1's a different place. You're correct. I was incorrect. You're correct. That is right. Sorry. Listen no, I didn't mean to sound No, you're right. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's the big thing with this season. And so there's just so much. What can come of this? Are we going to have a Flashpoint universe? How are they going to bring in Harrison Wells? Is it going to be Earth 2 Harrison Wells who uh, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe maybe he's, we were talking on the Flash podcast that maybe he had a different scenario. So maybe he's a genius that's like working in a Starbucks like the way that his life rolled around, he's not famous on the other side. He's just Harrison Wells barista. Um, <laughs> but the big the random big thing... interruption. Yes. Oh yes. I am definitely recording this podcast from Earth Two, and Barry <laughs> is over here. <laughs> so, well, the Barry the over there. Everything Amy says about Flash is why I'm excited too. So, Amy, continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, speaking of Barry in Earth 2, one of the things we talked about on the Flash podcast was similar to Harrison Wells, where it's the same person but completely different circumstances. What if Barry Allen, the one that we saw in prison in his little like slipstream that he went in at the end of the season one finale, like maybe Barry Allen in Earth 2, like a gangster, yo, and got in trouble with the law and is now in jail. Oh. <laughs> and so that would be interesting because like, if you were on Earth 2, you're like, we need a superhero. Oh, that was not what we were expecting. Hello, person who doesn't have superpowers who's in jail. Like, what if the Barry on the other side doesn't yet have superpowers? Um, that could be a reference, too, to uh, the wormhole when he was going mm-hmm. through it. And he saw, we see a Barry Allen in exactly. jail with my bars. Ah, I like that. Very and good. then the other thing that the idea is of portals created is that now we can have alternates of our characters. And so I was kind of doing what I do and I was theory spiraling and on the Flash podcast. And I got an idea that what if our Caitlin is kidnapped by people from Earth 2, the bad guys of Earth 2, and they replace our Caitlin with their Caitlin? Who just so happens to be Killer Frost in disguise. OMG. Oh, wow. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, yes! That is awesome! Please. Yes, please. And to be fair, they did basically do that in Fringe, but we were talking with the people from the Quiver podcast, and they're like, look, anything that takes a page from Fringe's book is awesome. So we're cool with that. Totally fine. Totally cool. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. And see, you know, talking about how there is this portal now that, you know, all these different, you know, um, these characters, there's going to be two of these characters now that could possibly show up um, in in, uh, in in the Flash. You know, we could have two berries. We could have two irises. I mean, that, I mean, just just there's so many possibilities of what of what the Flash can do next. I mean, I'm oh, I'm super excited about it. Uh, John, um, what are you uh, what are you looking forward to the most, especially hearing about um, how uh, we're going to get to see a whole another Earth. Um, Bruce Bruce Wayne's dad is Batman. That would be yes! awesome. We're just like <laughs> but, randomly like, hello, Thomas Wayne. It's good to see yeah, you. It, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it won't happen, but that would be... Like, if that happened, Flash yeah, I could Batman. just call quits yeah. and I'd be happy if I never saw another TV show again. 
Um, <laughs> what am I looking forward to the most? I'm kind of interested to see how they're gonna, how Wally West is gonna be introduced, because um, the other day I, I spent way too much time trying to figure out who he's gonna be in the show, and I was. You know, I, I researched pre pre uh, New Fifty Two, and then the New Fifty Two, and then after everything I laid out and stuff, I realized that it's a TV show, and they'll probably end up doing whatever they want. So, I am very curious to see whether or not he he's going to be introduced as their son from the future, or if it's going to be her nephew who would be the son of, or. It's it's hard to explain, but I'm just really really curious to see who he's going to be in the series. Uh, Matt, I'm still just blown away yeah. by oh. like what the hell Amy <laughs> just dropped. How do you? <laughs> what the fuck, man? That is well, awesome. Because I started talking about the ideas of alternates, and then when we were on, we were on an arrow conversation, and so it literally I did my full on spe- theory spiral. I was like, what if like it's like Diggle and then oh, <gasps> you're on a roll. You're on a roll, miss. Um, I'm mostly looking forward to seeing, um, damn, like how, yeah, how they're, like, what was going on with that weird, like, uh, wormhole kind of thing going on. And hopefully, um, I kind of want to go back and see all like, the different flashes of images. You kind of mentioned that uh, there was an image of him, like, in jail or something like that. So I'm interested to see him go back and see what all the images were and then, like, printing them out, laying them out in a notebook, and, like, waiting for, like, each episode and see if they kind of harken back to that. So that'd be kind of fun. Um, mostly, yeah, just uh, how's Caitlin going to be um, a Killer Frost? So that's kind of how, I'm, how uh, I'm interested. Oh, and how it's going to play into Legends of Tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that, too. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we I think in the first episode we're going to see Victor Garber, who is one half of, of, uh, of uh, Firestorm, which, which, which that'll be interesting because what, what I took away from that, too, is you don't see Ronnie at all. So, um, you know, the, and, and I know the big question has been, is he even going to be Firestorm in Legends of Tomorrow? Um, uh, but that's, that's a question on another time. But um, it's just interesting that Victor Garber is, uh, we see him in a lot of the promotional photos for the first episode of Flash, but we don't see um, Robbie Mel. So, is anyone um, else, that'll oh, sorry, be... Pete, what's up? Sorry. No, no, say, is, is anyone else still kind of like confused that Victor Garber is part of this superhero universe? I don't know about you, but when I think <laughs> of him, I think of like Titanic. I think of like all these like serious like <laughs> dramatic movies, and then, then oh yeah, he's one half of a superhero. When they when they you know combine <laughs> their powers together, they become this guy that turns on fire. I don't think of Victor Garber when I, I think, of, think of someone like that. I think of Legally Blonde. Oh. Man, so I <laughs> yeah, I think of Titanic. I'm like, what? <laughs> Victor Garber old. is so the cool. best addition to this DCCW world ever. Like when he got cast. I had like an alias daughter fangirl heart attack because I love him an alias. But there's a reason he's on these shows. Did you guys ever watch Eli Stone with Johnny Lee Miller? I did not know. No, I heard of it. All right. It's on Hulu Plus. You guys can check it out. Eli Stone was about, he was like an investment banker who has a near-death experience. And now he can kind of predict the future. And it's Johnny Lee Miller. It's one of the shows he did way before he was Sherlock and Elementary. But it's a Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim show. Mm. And there's the yes. Connection. So Tom Cavanaugh, who is Harrison Wells, he plays Johnny Lee Miller's dad on Eli Stone. Mm. Johnny Lee Miller's brother is the actor who played Aobard Thawne, like the real one from the future. Oh. 
and Victor Garber was his business partner or his brother. So it's very meta and it's very Berlanti to have these actors kind of reappearing in all the same shows. That is very cool. Hashtag it's all connected. Um, Yeah, that's that's really cool. I like hearing about stuff like that just because, you know, um, was somebody on Twitter was saying something um, a week ago or so about Scream Queens and they're like, why is Lee Michelle on Scream Queens? Well, she was on Glee, who was who you know, which was created by Ryan Murphy, who created Scream Queens. Yeah. So I said that could be a connection. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's really cool when you hear about that. Um, and and it also um, adds to the fact that all these characters flow so well together. It could be a lot of you know they work together so well that hey, let's bring them on something like The Flash, and, and it'll it'll work just as well. I mean, I was super excited to see uh, Victor Garber um, on Legends of Tomorrow. The fact that he's going to be a regular on Legends of Tomorrow is super awesome. Um, what about Patty? Uh, is, Patty Spicket? Spicket? That's is that the right last name? Spivet. Thank you. Uh, does anybody? Do we know anything about her? Yes. I don't. I thought you weren't supposed to know anything, ahead, Lauren. Lauren. That you weren't. I, was, I thought you weren't getting spoiled, Lauren. <laughs> I know all about the characters who are coming to the show. I just don't know any plot details. Um, okay, so Patty Spivet, she is in the comics. I think they altered her character a little bit, but she will be replacing, and if I'm wrong, someone please tweet me and correct me. Um, she's going to be replacing Eddie as Joe's new partner. Well, oh, the new 52, right. isn't she Barry's love interest? Yes, and she will like, also be his love canon. interest in season two. Huh. Barry's, Barry's going to be caught in like, a three-way love triangle between Iris... Um, who is Melee's Jow playing? She. Um. Oh. Why am I forgetting her name? Ah. Linda. Linda Park. Linda Park. Linda. Linda yes, Park. Yes, Patty Spivet, Linda Park, and Iris West are all going to be potential love interest for Barry in season two. Wait, is, was that Linda Park? Was that the girl from season this this past one? Yeah. Oh yeah, the only yeah. the only season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that's the girl that worked with Iris. Yes. That's weird yeah, because yeah. she's supposed to be married to Wally West. <gasps> oh. And the plot thickens. Okay, well, so, real fast, um, I, was, I was recently exploring the New 52, and John, you're going to have to help me out with this. The New okay. 52, Wally West and Kid Flash are not the same person. Correct? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, because... <laughs> Ah uh, man, the flashes fuck me up because they do all the time traveling, <laughs> and then like uh, Bar Allen is one of the flashes, but he's their grandson that they bring they bring back from the future. It's really yeah. confusing, and I honestly, I have this like whole map that I did on a big ass poster board trying to figure it all out, <laughs> and I can't remember too much because there's just, like they have so much going on with their characters. It's not as simple as just this is a sidekick, yeah, and then this is. You know the hero. It's it's a lot more <laughs> complicated than just like Batman and Robin or you know Red Arrow. Well, even and... Robin's complicated. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But with with all these uh, with Flash and then all of his sidekicks, it, it's real, real crazy. So as far as the New Fifty Two, I don't read too other. I mostly read Batman titles and Batman characters, so I don't know too much about the Flash. But I know that in the New Fifty Two. The reverse Flash is Iris's brother. She has two brothers, which is weird because she doesn't have them in the show. 
on this. So that's why that's why I'm curious as to who Wally's going to be because in the books Wally West or uh, yeah is her nephew, which is the Kid Flash, and then there his uncle, which is her other brother, is the Reverse Flash of that of that t- uh, universe, or whatever. So it's really confusing. And then you have Future Flash, Jay Garrick, Bart Allen, uh, and then. A, a, I, I was at I was at Long Beach Comic Con and picked up a print and he's like, yeah, that's an un- as yet unknown Flash. And I was like, what do you mean as yet unknown? She kind of looks like she's a female. And he's like, could be. And I'm going, no, stop it. He's a it was Norm Ratman. He was the anchor for the new Fifty Two Flashes. So I was like, you you're supposed to know this. And he's like, no, I'm kind of lost. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> well, Jesse Quick is coming to the show as well, and she's a female speedster. Okay, maybe that's who it was. Is that the is she the African American? Because I, I know she's... that there's there's supposed to be an African like a a girl, it's a, like a young black girl, and she's supposed to be a Flash also. Jesse, I, I don't know. I, so I think the actress they cast is white. She looks okay. a little bit like me, in sort of ish. So says. So new new cosplay. Uh, <laughs> okay, speaking of cosplay, can I just can I just what's the word? Uh, can I praise Amy for a second? If you guys follow Amy on Twitter, yes. which is Amy so Marie ninety seven. She, okay, she scared the crap out of me when she came up to our booth last week dressed as Scarlet Witch because I thought she was Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> like, she slayed her cosplay. I am so impressed. I was like, oh, so- Amy just changed her profile picture to Elizabeth Olsen. I was like, wait, there's people walking around behind her. Wait, that is her. What the hell? This uh, spot on, dude, totally. Well, thank you. That was a yeah. lot of fun. Got to yeah, that was that was awesome cosplay, Amy. And and she always said she would have to like really. I know I remember you said because you're so busy with press stuff that it would be really hard for you to cosplay. So it's to be that that you're able to. Come on, okay. Never cosplay. You have to do it. It is so much fun. <laughs> I've never done it before, and it was just it was real cool. It was fun. Can you give us a taste of the uh, the accent that you're going for that day? You want a test? I'll give you. No, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was like, I was like Dracula, but like the latest. <laughs> Russian, <laughs> Russian Eastern European has always been a bit of an issue for me because you have to like your H's are in the back of your throat. You're like, yeah, hello, comrades. And but then you you roll your arse and you speak very very Russian like. But she's not very Russian. She's more of Eastern European, which makes no sense because I cannot find it online. I need a dialect coach. I would love like a babushka. I have to. That one is something I, I want to. As soon as I can buy Age of Ultron, I'm going to buy it because I want to get it down. But I have to practice it. It's British accents come really easily to me. Scotland, Scottish comes easily. Southern comes easily. Um, but Australian, New York accent, and uh, like Russian, Eastern European, those ones I have to practice. It will happen. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Uh, but yeah, very good stuff with the cosplay. I mean, that was that was that was <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, so real quickly, I want to go around and um, make some really quick predictions. Uh, John, why don't you kick things off for us? Um, give us one quick prediction for Flash season two. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you were going to ask for other TV shows. Um, <laughs> for Flash, shit, I don't know. Um, he's not going to die in this season. <laughs> that's about all I got. I haven't been looking too into. I haven't been looking too much into it because I don't want to ruin it. So I don't have. Okay. I don't yeah, have too. Cool. I don't really have a prediction. Um, if I if I think of a good one, I'll let you know right now. Okay. All right, uh, Lauren. Hmm. Predictions. I predict 
Harrison Wells will come back, that he'll freak everybody out, and then they'll realize that he's not Aobard Thon, that he's actually the real Harrison Wells from a different universe. All right, uh, Amy. Uh, my running theory, the theory I'm going to stick with, is that they uh, they swap out our Caitlyn with Earth to Caitlyn, who happens to be Killer Frost, and she wreaks havoc upon the Earth. Oh, <laughs> uh, Matt. Uh, Barry Allen wakes up. It was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? You could totally do an episode where Barry Allen wakes up and he's in the Flashpoint universe. That would be crazy. So cool. That would be. That would be nuts. Um, Sarah, you don't have to interrupt us. Just uh, just give us your prediction. Okay. Um, I predict that it's going to premiere on October 6th. That's about it. <laughs> I predict that that prediction will be spot on. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a good prediction. I predicted last year I thought Joe would, would die because... He seemed like the moral compass of the show. So usually when you have a character that does that, they usually, that pretty much predicts that they're really going to die. We're all keeping it kind of light here, and then you just have to <laughs> kill him. But I agree, though. I Joe's feel like old. all the characters they could have killed, he was the most killable. That's terrible. Yes. Like when the Weather Wizard, that whole, like, best episode yes. ever. Like, I thought I, I thought Joe was dead, and I was like, okay, this is how it, this is how it goes down. Um, if Joe West, if Joe West no, dies, I, I riot. <laughs> She's making that trip now, people. If Joe West dies, I quit. <laughs> I riot. No, I riot. <laughs> um, oh, uh, no, I predict uh, something that I think has been speculated on, and that is that uh, Cisco becomes... Uh, what is that? What is Cisco supposed to become, vibe. John? Vibe. Vibe, thank you. Yes, Lauren. Um, yeah, I predict he's going to be vibe. Um, all right, so I think... Let's see. Anybody else want to talk about anything else? I, I also had fun talking about all this stuff. So. Um, I predict that Barry Allen's, that there will be a moral conflict within Barry um, as a result of him not seeing his mom. I think that it's going to come up and be a big issue with him because he's going to explain to her why not my mom have I had. And then if he's asking the question, and I will see the Flashpoint universe, which I still really, really want. And also, you know, I, happen, yeah. So. Uh, did we do Arrow season predictions? Oh, we didn't. We didn't. Who wants to go first? Amy, it's not like you want to. No, I can't think of anything. Gotham after this. <laughs> oh God, what are you gonna say? Is it can't? You're gonna you're gonna put it in the can? No, no, no. It, it's a serious. It's a it's a serious. Okay, thing. okay. What is it? What is it? <laughs> um, uh, so I've heard it. Uh, I've heard this prediction on uh, on other on other media, but I kind of came to the conclusion also just getting into it. So they're saying that that new guy supposed to be a bad guy. I think he has a sister or something. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll, oh, I just had to write it. James Frain, the actor, is playing that character. Yes. Okay, so from, I guess, like, uh, people I do about the character, I've been assuming that he's, uh, that he's what's going to be, what she uses a court all into Gotham. But I'm pretty sure that's not true. That he's probably going to end up being racial, so he might be. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Very interesting. <gasps> See, that the, the cape did right was James Frain as chess. He was right. The character's name is Galvan. And yeah. his sister is Tucker. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And they yeah. have Sister's a really, tigers. really big role to play in the season premiere. Yeah. See, I'm excited to watch that. You guys need to watch too. Okay. That was my <laughs> idea. Telling you guys what to do moment. <laughs> um, uh, okay, um, I think that's going to do it, actually. Because I, 
I know we've talked about returning shows, but you know, if you listen to our podcast, those are pretty much the shows we cover all the time. But you did hear from all of us that I think we pretty much have do have like there are non geeky shows we're looking forward to. Amy mentioned Chicago PD. The Mindy John Project. Mentioned... Oh, you know what? I am excited to see the Mindy Project. I, bl- I believe that started out on Hulu already. So oh no shit. Um, I, want, yeah, I think that started already. Um, Can I plug I'm a couple sure. of returning shows as well that I think are going to be yes, really I, good? So I have the, yes. you can look at all the returning shows at tvguide.com slash special slash fall preview. But uh, Big Bang Theory is coming back, and I think there's a wedding, which is really cool. Minority Report is premiering on Fox on Monday the 21st, and I think Minority Report could be really good. Uh, Blind Spot is premiering on NBC on the 21st, which is Jamie Alexander's new show. And uh, um, all the Shonda rhyme shows coming back. So Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. And then if anybody like Leverage, the creators of Leverage have a new show with Wesley Snipes called The Player, which is an NBC show, which will be on Thursday nights at 10 and it premieres September 24th. I think The Player is going to be really slick. I think it's going to be Leverage meets White Collar. Man, two of my favorite shows. And Wesley Snipes is in it, so I'm probably <laughs> I, gonna watch that. I was so skeptical. I heard, I heard it's really good. I heard that the first episode just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, nice. I have no idea, like, like what the show is about. I think I'm gonna keep it that way and just and just watch it and see what happens. Um, it's basically Team Arrow, no, no, OG, no, no, no. and Casino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other show that's coming back that people might be interested in is Once Upon a Time. They're bringing in Merida, King Arthur's Court, Sword in the Stone. And the whole black swan dark savior perspective. I got two more. Uh, Law and Order SVU comes back. And also Hemlock Grove, which I completely forgot about that show, but I really liked it. And that comes back also this fall. That's a Netflix show. Yeah. Cool. Um, Anyone else? Isn't a Sleepy Hollow coming back soon? It is coming back. That's a show I need to pick up again. I fell off of that. That one so sucked. The first season was really good, and then it just yeah. kind of got ridiculous. See, ridiculous is fun, though. But if it's bad ridiculous, then... Yeah, no, bad. I heard it was bad ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I mean, I was watch the first season again. Uh, um, yeah, pretty much. Oh, have you guys... Un- no, go ahead. Okay, uh, real quick. This uh, un- Undateable. That's a cool show on NBC. Uh, it's about just... Oh, yeah, Grant. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren, what you oh, saying? and the Muppets. The Muppet premieres uh, yes. Tuesday, Muppets. September twenty second on ABC at eight o'clock, and I think it's going to be hilarious. It's a yeah, I'll definitely be watching. It's that. a thirty minute show, right? It's a sitcom. Yes, I, I didn't so. realize that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. It's thirty minutes. All right, so I think that's going to do it for our uh, our TV talk for this week, which was pretty much covering all the returning shows. As you can see, we're very excited. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's the return of our favorite. Flash, Arrow, Shield. Of course, I'm the only one watching Gotham. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. But, uh, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's it's really it's a really exciting time uh, to see uh, where these cliffhangers that we saw in May are gonna lead here um, as we uh, open many of these seasons. Um, all right, guys, that is gonna do it for uh, this episode. Just a quick note: we're gonna be off for a week, um, and then I'll we'll be picks. back and. Gosh, gosh, Matt! You sound God. like you're closing the God. show, man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are going to be off for a week. Uh, when we return, that's when we'll watch season three, where we're uh, you know going to be officially with uh, 
you know, adding the Geeks with Wives brand to our, our podcast and, and all that fun, good stuff. So, um, all right. So, as Matt said, classic movie picks for this week. Uh, John, why don't you kick us off? Um, so, if you want to get your superhero fix until uh, Flash and Arrow come on, there's a show on Hulu called Misfits that's really good. Um, I think it's... Oh shit! I don't know. It might be it might be three or five seasons, but it's already wrapped up and it's really good. I guarantee that you'll probably be bored the first few episodes in the beginning, but once it gets going, it's a really good show. Nice, nice. All right, uh, Lauren. Um, I'm gonna plug a show in a movie. The show that I'm gonna plug is Lost because I am currently almost finished with my entire show rewatch and it has completely blown me away all over again and it's really cool to see uh eddie kitsis and adam horowitz's episodes because you can tell they took that flashback style into once upon a time and then my movie pick is hackers because hackers is one of my favorite movies and it's finally on netflix nice very good um amy I think she <laughs> wanted to go. I think she stepped Amy away. Go. Did Amy get sucked into the multiverse and now this is a different Amy? Is this, this is what's going on now? Amy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, All right. I'll go. Um, I'm going to plug two also. Uh, the first one is totally awesome. It's 8 Mile from 2002. Uh, Eminem's kind of rise <laughs> from uh, nice. the slums of Detroit. Uh, I only picked it because... Uh, I was Papa thinking Doc. about Ant-Man, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, Papa Doc's in that movie. <laughs> and I was watching it. As much, as much as I love Anthony Mackie as Falcon, whenever I see him, I think... Dude, his real name is Clarence, man. His real name is Clarence. And, uh, and he's uh, got really good parents. Amy's back. <laughs> Amy, do you have a pick for this movie? Um, can I shake things up and not do a movie or a TV show and do a book? All right. Changing, up, uh, changing, we'll changing things up, dropping the bombs. Uh, this p- week, I would very highly recommend everybody check out Brandon Sanderson's book called Steel Heart. I think I might have mentioned it once before on the show. The basic premise is that it's the world we live in today. All of a sudden, random people get superpowers, and every single person who gets superpowers turns into a villain. There are no heroes. Mm. There are only villains and people who don't have superpowers. And they can do things like uh, one of the villains can create perpetual night. The other one can literally turn everything. He can turn an entire city into steel. And so it picks up like 15-ish years after this whole fiasco happened. It's in, uh, you know an apocalyptic world. But it is probably my favorite post-apocalyptic world that I've read about in a really, really long time. And the main character is a 19 year old kid. So here's the thing. He's old enough to make decisions. He's not like some 14 year old person who gets thrown into an arena and has to fight for her life. He's a kid who's old enough to actually make appropriate decisions. So it's a great book. Um, really well done. It's, it's just a phenomenal read. So Brandon Sanderson's seal steel heart, uh, the, the sequel is firefight. And I actually just finished that the other day and it is so good. Awesome. Thank you for, for that, Amy, and changing it up as well. Sometimes that's uh, that's needed on here. Got to change things up. Getting a little Can I get my second one here. in? Because um, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm super fired up. Usually I, I don't just have something to pick. Uh, but yeah, uh, this week I also picked the movie Tremors. 
<laughs> from 1990. Oh, my God. Yes. No. So Tremors is freaking yes. awesome. Yes. Practical effects. Orange blood. Uh, you Kevin got Kevin Bacon. fucking Bacon. Exactly. And fucking Reba's in that movie. I forgot about that. <laughs> this was on, like, the other night. Or, uh, no, no, I wasn't watching. It popped up on a list. I was going to read online. So funny. And I had to look it up on IMDb. And the first thing that popped up was Tremors 5. And it's currently in post-production. Oh, no. oh wow. <laughs> you got to understand, I'm... this is a huge running joke. Where it, with, with my roommates, we literally, we have a movie list. And someone will write Tremors. And then someone else will take a big Sharpie and cross through it. And then someone oh, else, a couple of weeks later, will write Tremors. And we'll cross through it. Oh, no. Tremors. No. I'm so, oh, my, my body is so, so ready so for Tremors 5. Uh, but no Kevin Bacon's um, going to be in it, but yes. Uh, super, super ready. <laughs> anyway, that's my All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Sarah, do you have a pick for us today? Um, no, because I'm... Pete, just close the show. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Sarah, don't, don't be sad. Um... All right, so then I will uh, end it with my pick. Um, I'm going to suggest a show that uh, it's actually on now. It's definitely not an oldie. Um, Ray Donovan on Showtime oh, yeah. is a pretty dope yeah, show. Uh, I, a, lot, a lot of people compare it to, like, The Sopranos. It's like The Sopranos for Showtime. Uh, I've never seen The Sopranos, so I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, you know, speak to that. But it's a, it's a pretty amazing show. Liam Shriver gives it a performance that's uh, not... I feel like talked about enough. You guys, uh, amazing uh, in the late lead role, but yeah, it's on Showtime. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, it's on the third season now, but every single season has been pretty damn good. So uh, be sure to check that out when you get a chance. It's 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 only like thirteen episodes too, so it's not a, it's not a long season at all. All right, so that is gonna do it for now. Um, thank you for being with us tonight. Thank you to all my guests, John, Lauren, Amy. You guys are. Awesome as always. Um, and before we go, please plug everything you're a part of. John, kick us thing, kick things off. Uh, we're everywhere. You can download the show on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever you use. Uh, you can search for us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. I'm most active on Instagram. And if you want to find us on there, you just search for Friday Night Fandom. And, yeah, that's pretty much all our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, Lauren. All right, well, you guys know that I'm a co-host on The Flash podcast, and we will be reviewing episodes of The Flash when the season comes back, October 6th, I think that was Sarah's prediction. Um, (laughs) And that's, you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, iTunes, at The Flash podcast. I am the newest assistant editor at comicbookresources.com, which has amazing and i don't have any articles published yet because i'm still in training but you guys can follow comic book resources at cbr on twitter and subscribe to their email newsletter which means you can get all the comic book news that broke during the day sent right to your email which is really cool um personally i'm at lauren galloway on twitter and what else oh assembly of geeks um we got to interview clark greg last week and we're having ann foley the costume designer for agents of shield on the show so if you guys are subscribed to assembly of geeks on itunes you can get both of those interviews that go live this wednesday which would be september 23rd 
Cool. Very, very cool. And congratulations on the new the new gig there, Lauren. Um, uh, Amy. You can all find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Amy underscore Marie 97. I also co-host the Flash podcast with Lauren. And uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a really fun multiverse episode. I also did the summer crossover episode with uh, the Quiver podcast, which is very recent. And we we started out talking about the Flash and Arrow trailers and the discussion diverged into an entire discussion about how the trailers represent the fundamental differences between the two TV series. It was was a great conversation. And then we're like, oh, crap, we have an entire podcast to record. We've already spent an hour talking about the trailers. (laughs) It was great. Um, I'm also a host on assembly of geeks as well as if you folks are looking for something to watch and you're like, I don't know what to watch. And you never watched agent Carter. I don't know why you would never watch agent Carter. You should watch agent Carter during the fall and catch up on that. And then listen to Lauren and I as co-hosts on the Peggy Carter podcast. And uh, yeah, that's about it for me. I'm doing the Harrison Wells and Barry Allen reviews for the flash podcast. We're going to have Eric Goldman from IGN for the Barry Allen episode. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you for that. For, uh, thank you very much for that, uh, Amy. Uh, Matt. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at I'm Salzy, I-M-S-A-L-Z-Y. And uh, can I ask Sarah? Can, can you go and plug yourself? Go yeah, plug Sarah. I can hear you. I'm <laughs> at SJ Belmont on those. Okay, take us home. Oh, yeah. Sarah? Oh. Sarah, are you still there? Please keep this in. It's just really good, you guys. Yeah? So, Sarah, okay, you... plug yourself, because that completely static out. So you didn't good. hear anything. Really? Really? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> it literally oh, sounds my... like you're in a wind tunnel, girl. Pete, it's not going to work. Just plug you. my stuff for me. Please, God. <laughs> This is inhumane what you're doing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you need to find her at SJ Belmont on Twitter. Uh, yeah, look her stuff up. She's our featured writer on CineNerd.com uh, as well as uh, the featured writer on, for CineNerd on Geeks with Wives. So she just actually had a few posts up talking about a lot of fall films you need to be taking a look at because they will very much be part – they could very much be part of the uh, awards race uh, come Oscar time. So uh, you can find me at PaceFeed on Twitter. You can find us at Cena Nerd um, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and like I said earlier, on geekswithwives.com now. Um, and uh, Gmail, scene, letter, and nerd at gmail.com. And no, Matt, you don't need to spell that out on Twitter. Um, that is going to do it for our show this week. Um, again, thank you to all my guests that came on because you guys all freaking rock. And we love having you guys on talking about all our favorite shows all the time. That is going to do it. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Till next time, you have a DVR, use it. Uh, Bye, 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 bye. Facebook! You're welcome! (laughs)